everyone, welcome to Shalanda Says, where we answer questions on all sorts of topics ranging from relationships to career growth. Join us as we answer listener questions and interview various experts in their field. Want a question answered? Send it to Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. That's Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. Now here's your hostess and proclaimed queen of time management and goal setting, Shalanda. Today we have with us Tiffany Shepard. She is the founder of Desire Greatness, where she assists high achievers to discover the disturbance, shift the mental obstacles, and expand to their next level of greatness. Tiffany is a wife, mom of two, entrepreneur, and a coach whose genius is helping you visualize life's possibilities. She supports you in uncovering your true strengths and maximizing your creative potential to leverage them for whatever it is that you want, whether it's a better job, increasing revenue, healthy relationships, or merely for the enjoyment of doing something amazing. For over the last decade, Tiffany held a management position with a Fortune 100 company. Using the design thinking methodology, Tiffany has helped her clients start new businesses, skip level promotions, and achieve their personal goals. So if you desire something greater, listen in. All right, Tiffany, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Shalanda, for having me. I really appreciate that. Yes, ma'am, absolutely. All right, so we're going to get into our first five where Guests are asked the same five questions. So question number one is, what drew you to this career? Uh, actually, I was drawn to coaching um, due to a need of my own personally. I uh, was looking to um, have a promotion at my job and to really figure out how, that, how to really go about doing that. I had mentors at, uh, at the time. You know, your college degree, you're doing all of these things, but however, you still feel like you're stuck in a particular situation. For, for me, mm-hmm. I began to uh, research, uh, find books, and I decided to hold a, um, a meeting at my home. I sent an email out to coworkers and friends and, and said, this is what I'm trying to do, and I need your assistance, and if you're looking to do that with me, please come along. And that's how I actually... Um, started in this career okay and so what impact do you hope to make uh the impact i truly hope to make is that people can really understand that um you can live a full happy life and just understand that everything that you desire is really it can be yours just with a few changes, a, a different way of looking at your output, uh, the outlook uh, in your life. So yes, I, the impact I'm looking to make is to make the world more comfortable on the things they are seeking okay. to have in their life. Mm-hmm. Now think about everything you know in regards to the path you have chosen as a coach. In mm-hmm. retrospect, what would you do differently, if anything? I would have, um, what I would do differently if I had the opportunity, you know, let me take this back. I probably wouldn't do anything differently because 
what actually led me to where I am and who I am today, I needed all of all of that. Now, is there ways that I believe that I could have gotten to this um, this path faster um, and a different route? Yes, if I would have learned to trust within myself all of the times I had a different prompting or a different uh, way something opened up for me. But most of all, where I am today, I believe, is um, a great space, and I wouldn't change anything. Um, and we shouldn't be so quick to change things sometimes. I, yes. The journey is wonderful. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's meant, I was reading a quote, I wish I remembered it, but it was, it was saying that you should find a lesson, even if you didn't make money from what experience just happened to you, you should make it a learning lesson for the sake of the future, because everything that happens now happens for a reason, mm-hmm. and we apply that to our future. Yeah. I believe... Um, that quote is a great quote and I believe it's really another way of education. Mm-hmm. The mistakes we make, the path we we choose, you're you're actually um receiving your PhD in, in life. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I really do think that that's you know where and if you could take the lesson out of it, you'll grow faster and get to Yes, exactly. Everything's a lesson, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So what trend do you see in your particular niche? Uh, I see um, people uh, actually, coaches trying to make their programs more accessible for Mm. all income levels. You know, generally um, coaching was something that uh, was created for executives. You know, that was something that was part of the executive package. And now I see that it is becoming a trend where um, everyone, can have access to uh, some knowledge at the level in which their current level of awareness is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you may not be talking to John Max, uh, Maxwell personally, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but there are some individuals that can help lead you and guide you up to that level so you can get that level of expertise. So I've, it's, it's good to see that there's coaching on all levels and mm-hmm. all of uh, financial um, constraints, really. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That reminds me of an article I was reading about coaching, and it touched on what you just said about the different levels of coaching. There are so many different types of coaching. And the article was saying to look out for people becoming more specialized. So, for example, we have a lot of people saying, I'm a life coach but look out for more people saying I'm a financial coach or I'm a health coach. And so the article was saying that people are going to become more specialized and uh, specific in the audience that they are trying to reach. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I I do agree with that. Um, When I became, um, when I first started my financial journey, that was actually 20 years ago. Um, you know, I switched jobs at that time, so my husband and I can really start a real estate, uh, start purchasing property and developing that. So um, then we had the 2006 financial crisis, and, you know, we needed to make adjustments and shifts. So uh, actually learning how to manage my manage our finances during that time and um, 
So I spent a few years talking to people really strictly only about finances. Mm -hmm. Now that I've been married 16 years, right? Mm -hmm. I spent, sometimes I'm called upon to talk about relationships and how can you, you know, have a healthy relationship and, and raise wonderful children. How do you do that? So, and, and, you know, but my passion is to tell people you can have all of that, especially as women, we can have, uh, we can have a wonderful husband. We don't have to settle for less. We can have a wonderful career. We can, we don't have to settle for less and we can have great children and we can have it all. So in that I have specialized at different times, but I still keep, you know, if I run a financial seminar, I will discuss those things. And I will also bring, you know, financial advisors on to even help other individuals to become uh, more clear about their path than just understanding how, why budgeting and crediting and separating your money is a great way to start. Yeah, excellent. So you're, you're not keeping yourself in a box. I only work with people on their relationships. You're using all your talents, basically. Yeah, so I really focused uh, my majority of my coaching on really helping individuals who are feel like they're stuck in their career okay. or who are really looking to uh, uh, increase their profits in their business. That's mm -hmm. uh, the majority of my coaching. However, I do run uh, every now and again, I will run across a group of individuals who say, I'm not quite there yet. You know, and I need financial, you know, I need to be able to get a grasp on the money that I'm, I'm, I'm bringing in now. How do I do that? So maybe twice a year, I will run something to say, okay, I'm going to specialize this particularly on Thursdays. It'll be this particular, and we will go over how to get you to that financial level of um, getting a grasp on your finances. Okay. So I don't do it all. All the time is not a hundred um, most of my business, but I do uh, go back to where I feel like I'm, I'm also still an expert at. Mm -hmm. in those areas. Yeah. Okay. Now, what advice would you like to offer listeners? Um, you can't go at it alone, no mm -hmm. matter what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, life is not meant to be a solo sport. It is meant to uh, grow and develop within a community. Find your community. If that's with you, Shalanda, if that's with me, find your community and um, stick there until you grow past that community and, and mm -hmm. never be afraid to go to a new community <laughs> when it's time. Uh, so mm -hmm. really find your community so you can continue to grow. Yeah, because we all have something to give, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about your design thinking methodology. Can you explain to us what that is and how you would use that in your coaching session or seminars? Okay. So yeah, design thinking is actually an engineering um, term that was created uh, within, within MIT. And they actually use design thinking. It's a six-step process but really where they help you understand exactly where you want to go um, understand the end process of what you want to do um, to help you develop that get a clear vision of the end and then they work you back uh, 
to the beginning, to the steps that you would need to start where you need to start. And mm -hmm. in that, it's all about quick prototyping. We're mm -hmm. going to try things and continue to try things until we find what fits you. But we're going to move it at a rapid pace. This is not a just, you know, if you work with me, it's not something you're going to come back a month later and say, well, I'm still not for sure. Nope. Once we get off of our private session or get off of our session, you should be moving into action because mm -hmm. you're going to be a few days later and you should be telling me about your action step. Because the faster we can prototype to see if, that, if it fits for you, then we can decide if this is the route or do we need to tweak some of the things that you're doing. And then ask that we just keep exploring um, until we get to your end results. So that's exactly how I um, uh, run my coaching practice. We develop exactly uh, your goal. What is, what is your end goal? What do you want at the end? We become clear about that picture and work back, understand what the steps are needed to take, and then we're moving rapidly to get you there. Yeah. So it's like a solution-focused type of um, method. It's solution-focused, but I'm also at uh, my coaching is six months. So okay. it's also for you to shift, uh, move out old behavior and shift a new one. Yes. So it's not about you doing something on a short term, but mm -hmm. once you stop coaching together, you fall back to your old habits. No, it's mm -hmm. really about you developing that new habit and developing it quicker. Mm -hmm. So, um, just like when I use, well, when I teach financial coaching, you know, a mm -hmm. lot of people say, look at the interest rate or look at the one, the card that's charging you the most interest and pay that off. I'm right. a quick gratification person. Mm -hmm. I like quick gratification. <laughs> if you have a credit card that's a hundred dollars, I'm going to tell you yeah. to pay off the hundred dollars more so you can feel like right. you can win. <laughs> yeah, a sense of accomplishment, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you, we can worry mm -hmm. about the interest rate later. <laughs> You know, but mm -hmm. you want to feel like you accomplished tomorrow. Right. That's right. yes. just like well, if you go on a diet, right? If we could all lose 10 pounds tomorrow. <laughs> I'm on that diet. <laughs> you're on that diet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So as far as habits, I want, I'm asking you for a little insight here because everyone has a different time length for how long it takes to develop a habit. And with it being January now, people are making resolutions. Absolutely. And the hard part is going to be for them to stick to their new habits mm -hmm. and make it second nature, basically. Absolutely. And so I've heard that it takes 30 days, 45 days, 90 days. In your experience, mm -hmm. how long, you said you coach people for six months, how long have you seen it take people to change from bad habits to their good ones, their new habits? So there's quite a things that are into play with that question. So I'll ask it, I'll answer it in twofold. So okay. one, um, it's about your desire for that goal. So say for instance, let's, let's take for example, if you decide you're on a fast, because a lot of people like to do a cleanse this time of you. If you're constantly still thinking about the steak that you gave up, <laughs> yeah, right, then truly your heart is not in the process, mm -hmm. which hinders you making um, your fast or your budget, right? So if you're thinking about the denial that, you know, mm -hmm. you really want to buy. If you're thinking about the thing you're missing, 
and not the thing that you're really going after, that makes it harder for you to change. Yes, their mindset is stuck in the past. Your mindset is stuck in the past, right? So that's why statistically they say individuals who've made a resolution by the by January 21st, mm-hmm. everyone is done with it. It's them, done, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we see it in the gym, right? We see it yes. in the gym. You know, you go to the gym on January 2nd, you can't find a treadmill cool. to work. Yes, cool. <laughs> yeah. But February 1st, girl, you got your picket. <laughs> yeah, the gym is all yours, right? <laughs> exactly. So, because really, you haven't tapped into your desire. Mm. You really haven't tapped into the thing you really want. So, that's what, what prolongs uh, you creating what's necessary. Now, if we check into neuroscience, right, and there's wonderful neuroscience out there, there's Dr. Carolyn Leaf, there's Dr. Joe Dispenza, you can really go and reach, uh, uh, look into their research and they'll really give you the scientific behind, the scientific facts behind the neurons, neurons changing in your brain to make this happen. Once you decide this is really what you wanna do and you really are sticking to it, that your neurons begin to start changing because you have that, like I said, that endorphin of I've already had a win, yes. right? Yes. So when you have that win, you pay off that credit card that has a hundred dollar balance on it and you feel that gratification mm-hmm. and now you're knocking it down, you will start seeing that neuron start to attach mm-hmm. to something different. And if you continue in that behavior and you're constantly knocking off wins at that time, you will see that the old habit begins to die off physically right mm-hmm. now dr carolyn leaf says it takes three sets of 21 days right mm-hmm. to actually change a habit so why am i saying that so it's three sets of 21 days to mm-hmm. really make it permanent <clears throat> but it's not three sets of 21 of you really not being committed okay really you really moving into the thing you desire to do mm-hmm So the three sets of 21 days is basically um, accounting for the time you may fall off, as they say, or have a uh, setback. That's why it's the three sets, because there may be setbacks in the beginning, because we're naturally resistant to change as humans. And so I'm guessing that the three sets is because um, you have to get your mind and your routine ready for new habits. Right. And so the problem is, um, most of the time, um, like you said, in your subconscious mind or in your paradigm, you're already stuck at a, well, I won't use the term stuck, but you're, you're already programmed to be at a particular level. What you're doing is reprogramming. So your brain is the most magnificent computer system that's ever Mm -hmm. developed is is better than any Mac or whatever computer you think is the best. Uh, And it's about you really reprogramming that old, uh, that software to something new. So yes, but when you're introducing an idea, it's really like your body is warring against itself, right? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, um, Paul said it best, the thing that I know to do I'm not doing anything I should be doing. <laughs> so, you know, you know, I find myself doing, right? So mm-hmm. he said it best because that's letting you know your body is actually warring against itself because really you're introducing something new 
and we're saying, I want to stay here. Yes. I want to stay here. And in that, so the three sets of 21 is your body pushing that out to make mm -hmm. this a habitual habit for you, mm -hmm. just your paradigm. And that's why my coaching is actually six months as well, because I know, right? Mm -hmm. I could get you through the first 21 days and you're running good. And then, yeah. right, we could turn around later and you're not progressing. Mm hmm right so and we don't want that we want permanent change yes yes ma'am okay now you are a personal development coach mm -hmm. and you assist high achievers who feel stuck either in life or business and you work with them to excel to whatever level they want to excel to mm -hmm. now tell us what areas are you seeing a lot of that people are feeling stuck? What are you seeing um, most of? Um, I see it mostly when they feel like uh, when their financial situation has not changed over the course of at least probably two to three years, I think you start noticing that you are not progressing. Mm -hmm. As humans, it is uh, our natural uh, God-given talent, um, God-given um, ability that we should always progress. Yes. We should always be progressing. Mm -hmm. And you notice you're not progressing because when we take a new job or we take on a new client, right, your income rises, right? So if your coaching packages, you know, whatever it is, you feel at that immediate, oh, wow, I have increased my finances or you receive a $10,000 raise on your job. You say, mm -hmm. oh, I have increased my finances. The problem is within the one or two years, your level of understanding and the level of what you can do with that mm -hmm. has increased as well. So right. now you're at this cap. <laughs> mm -hmm. And now and your eyes are beginning to open that there's still more mm -hmm. that you can obtain, that more that you can actually have, more that it, and so you begin to become stuck on how do I get to the next level? Mm -hmm. And that comes in shifting your behavior and creating new habits in order to push you to that next level. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you one more thing. Now, there are people, now as a career coach, I see people who know, like you said, they want to move to another level, mm -hmm. but I see people who aren't sure what they want to do next they just know that they want to move forward absolutely in some area of their life so how do you work with those people who just they know they want to move forward but they just don't know where they even want to take their career or their lives how do you work with those type of clients so we focus on really um brainstorming and when i use the term brainstorming we write down i want you to write down the most ridiculous thing because some the problem is i don't believe that people don't know where they want to go i really believe the problem is they won't give their permission give themselves permission to go there yes yeah Mm -hmm. And so that's really what you have to break down is to give yourself permission to go there. So if you have a doctor who always loved cooking, mm. it's hard to give up a $250,000, you know, salary to yeah. say, I want to open this restaurant and I'm mm. unsure of what this will net me. 
Yeah, will I even have enough customers and what overhead? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But see, I'm not asking you to make that decision in the beginning. I'm asking you to live with what you really want. Yeah. Yeah, because there's another quote, and it says that virtually all limitations are self-imposed. Absolutely. Yeah. So once we... Yeah, once we get over ourselves, and then it's a mind game. We play mind games with ourselves all day, every day. Absolutely. And, and once we get over, like you said, limiting ourselves, the sky's the limit. It's no telling. Mm -hmm. I absolutely believe that. Um, <clears throat> that um, we only, we're only limited by our beliefs. Mm. I mean, if you think about the things that really the world is considering, it's our beliefs that that really has kept us from going here. I mean, to think Elon Musk is believing he will be able to live on Mars. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, I don't know. I mean, of course, mm -hmm. you go up there, you test the atmosphere. There's things right. you can, really he has opened the possibility of mm -hmm. something we never even thought, right? Right. I never thought about I only mean, the movies. Movie area, moving area code is great, <laughs> right? But moving, um, but moving climate, atmosphere, moving the planet, planet. Moving, to, <laughs> moving to a different planet is yeah. a whole other thing I've never considered. Mm -hmm. And that that's a real challenge to the saying where there's a will, that's the way. That is. That's a real challenge for you there. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, but absolutely. But who would have thought? I mean, when you think about Tesla, which is what he named mm. his car business, mm -hmm. when you think about Tesla, the man, yeah. the inner, I mean, we could have skipped the whole telephone era all together <laughs> if he could have, if he would have figured out really how to, mm. he was thinking of how to create a cell phone back then. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, so you figure in 1800s, we, we could, where we are today, technology, mm -hmm. he yeah. was there already. Yes. Yeah. That he was the, the, only, limit, yeah. mm -hmm. the only limit he had was his mind. Yes. And finances. Mm -hmm. <laughs> finances. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, technically that's um, exactly what that is. So mm -hmm. just understanding that's it. That's our only limitation. Yeah. Well, all right. So would you like to add anything else before I do the joke of the week? You know what? This has been <laughs> such a great interview. You can have me back anytime. And add oh, anything. good. Yay. Tell your joke, girl. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I combed the internet and here's what I got for okay. you this week. <laughs> A boy with a monkey on his shoulder was walking down the road when he passed a policeman who said, now, now, young lad, I think you had better take that monkey to the zoo. So the next day, the boy was walking down the road with the monkey on his shoulder again when he passed the same policeman. The policeman said, hey there, I thought I told you to take that monkey to the zoo. The boy answered, I did. Today, I'm taking him to the movies. <laughs> that was his date. <laughs> right. That was his friend. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. So in conclusion, or as we close, will you tell us how to contact you? Yeah. So you can contact me at desiregreatness.com. That's D-E-S-I-R-E-G-R-E-A-T 
N-E-S-S.com. And if you scroll down to the bottom, there's a way where you can say book a free 30-minute consultation and we could uh, discuss exactly where you are. That's a great way. That's the best way to contact me. Or of course, on social media, I'm Desire Greatness Coaching on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Tiffany Shepherd on um, 2Ps, E-A-R-D, on LinkedIn. Okay, excellent. Well, I thank you again so much for being on the show today and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shalanda Says. Remember to send your questions to shalanda at tookswaterguidance.com. Shalanda at tookswaterguidance.com to have them answered by myself and an expert guest. And don't forget to subscribe and share. And as always, have a productive day.